0: Sie hören Sport und Musik. It's John Brooks! It's John Brooks for the USA! The spiel is out! Deutschland ist Weltmeister! In a world where fans fight over whether to call it football, football, or soccer, two German men defy the odds and call it. Foosball bringing you inside the German American Football Experience. And now here are your hosts, the Schnitzel Boys.
1: Yeah! Hey! Oh! Hey! Hey!
0: Hey! 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 Hey!
1: The Super Classico in Las Vegas, Nevada, baby! The what? Golden Nugget Casino presents the Superclassico oh. between Robert Lewandowski's Barcelona and David Alaba's Real Madrid, where they had a loving embrace after the game because they're old buds. How I you doing, play. Bjorn? We can't talk about any of these charades of games. <laughs> That's i was, I you know I, I'll admit it's, it's, I'm egging you on a little bit because it's summer friendly season here in LA. There are hundred dollar tickets in the Rose Bowl to go I, see Juventus versus Real Madrid. Um, how 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 excited are you about these games? Pure.
0: I got can honestly say I pay zero attention to them. <laughs> I saw what did I I saw a clip of uh, Connor Gallagher. Attempting a pedenka and failing that made me laugh. So I did get some, I did get some, yeah. uh, I got some entertainment out of it. I also was teasing my son, who is an Everton fan, about them getting beaten by Minnesota, Minnesota United. United. Well, so I guess I, I guess I, I can't say that I don't pay any attention. I, if you spend, well, you want to get into this? I guess we're into it. I'd love to get into how... uh, Let's get into it. I think there is a... um, Yeah, I think people are doing it wrong. If you spend $100 to go to a game like that, that's wrong.
1: Well, (laughs) you have to. That's what they cost.
0: I'm not generally someone who is very judgmental or very prescriptive about what other people should or shouldn't do. And I think but this is just something where I really feel like this is just designed. It's just a rip off like who, right. these are this is these are preseason games. They should be free. You should be watching. Right. You should be yeah. like if Bochum you know, back in the day when Bochum had like a preseason game in Wuppertal or whatever on the lawn, they charge you like five bucks to get in, and there'd be like a free hot dog included. Like what this I will say,
1: just, this what is, I will say, is that Florida, because I go, my family is in Florida, and and back pre-COVID, around January or so, a lot of Bundesliga Cubs were in Florida, either in Fort Lauderdale or Orlando. Doing a lot of like the half preseason, you know, you know how okay. oh the Bundesliga has a mini preseason in January yeah, before yeah, yeah. the second half before the Rokunda? and Schalke. I remember one year Bayer Leverkusen was Orlando, Schalke was in Fort Lauderdale, and there was maybe one other <clears> club <throat> around there, maybe Dortmund, and they played friendlies with each other. And I think they were free, if not cheap, and and those were yeah. cool. Like that, i think go that's, I think that's yeah.
0: fine. Preseason is 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 not for the fans. Preseason's for the players. Right. They they get ready. This is not you know. There's nothing. but it's become
1: it's become this huge, which always well, amazes me here in the United States for years. It's history, here, a little soccer history. They've been doing this forever. But like but like I remember I remember in the early aughts when Tim Howard uh, was signed by Manchester United for two point three million dollars, and he had his debut I think against Juventus and Giant Stadium. Like like Champions World was the old company. Uh, uh, which is which is whatever the new company is, Relevant right, right, right. Sports, whatever's doing it now, and and like I'm just impressed at how good they do because it's a thing. I remember yeah. when Bayern Munchen played Manchester United in Chicago this was in 2003. I didn't recognize any of those players. I still wouldn't have. It was like it was it was it was there. It was the Manchester United reserves versus the Bayern Munchen reserves in front of a yeah. full house in Chicago. It was scoreless draw and it ended on penalties. And like they're paying premium price for the, watch the kids play, and it's just a marketing cash grab, and it works every time. So good on them for. Doing I mean, it.
0: I guess yeah. it's I guess it I understand you know people who are uh, very into these teams and they want to see them in person. I guess I get that on some level, but like yeah. support your local team, support your local team. Oh, it's right. Gonna be, it's going to be cheap. It's going to be cheaper. People Vermont will Green. Be, people will happy to be happy to see you. People will. Uh, yeah. uh, I'm like I'm part of the you and and there is and this this kind of um snobbery behind this you know like I and I have a bunch of friends who are like the the fucking yeah they called it the international champions cup or whatever that's not a thing anymore now it's like other they're doing other stuff it's the the
1: the Florida cup the Florida Barcelona. Cup, because the
0: international uh, nobody even won right like it was just sort of like a name
1: <laughs> yeah please. I think a couple of games like canceled
0: it's just a complete charade yeah, yeah. and these MLS teams also are fielding their second squads which they should because they're actually right. in season playing competitive games right and people are i mean i also understand that i guess it's like this gateway drug maybe you're supposed to if you see minnesota united play
1: right play Leverton, Everton, go and then again. you'll go back
0: right. again i mean I, I i understand it all on some level but it also is just kind of like i don't think it really works I mean, what I will
1: say is it's fun. It's not for the real soccer fans. That's true. For instance, I didn't what even is, know. What is
0: fun about it? It's not Going fun. out and
1: going out oh. and going to the game and Lambeau I guess Field never, and I guess I the big never. house. And It's fun for regular folk, I think. Maybe not necessarily. I mean, Euro snobs and regular folk that want to go out of the <laughs> Daniel, house, good for them.
0: Daniel, yeah, yeah. our one viewer just yeah. turned off. I said the wrong I said the wrong thing. We just alienated our one, our one viewer. No, anyway. he'll be back. He'll be back. He'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> What I will um, say
1: is our counter seems to be inaccurate. Sometimes it says zero and they're still oh, watching. Oh, interesting. So. Anyway, anyway that's real, real quick. Opinion. It's like,
0: it's, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, what were you going to say
1: real quick? I was going to say, like, I'm part of the Bayern Munich group, and then it's nice for them to go to D.C. and do a, a meet and greet with the players and stuff like that. Like That part is cool. Like, uh, I unfortunately, couldn't come to the West Coast this year, but I remember when Bayern Munich came to New York a few years ago. That was a lot of fun. We went to the a couple bar, a couple of different player events. There's a lot of fun events, and that can be fun. You know, uh, mm-hmm. it's a great way to okay. meet People in person over the summertime, so good on them. Uh, it's a good preseason for the clubs because it, whenever they travel elsewhere, yeah. they complain. No, but the I United mean, States course. is the only the United States is the only country in the world that has a hundred thousand seater stadium every three miles because of right, uh, right. all and the colleges, colleges and universities. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's
0: like it's big money. It's big money. It's also now what I also don't like. There's you know then there's these these the Twitter jockeys who then. You know, use this as as uh, uh, analysis about oh, where is the state of these leagues, or how do things compare, right. or what is, it's is this? It's all nonsense. It's all absolute right. nonsense. Yeah. It's like there's nothing, there's nothing to be learned from any of this. And you know there what's fun?
1: I'm gonna challenge you a little bit. I I I've every now and then I watch these games, and they can be fun for me. I watched the Bayern Munich DC United game. Okay. And Bayern Munich just ran circles around them, but still, I had it was fun. I don't know. I liked watching these United players give it their all. All and try to get around the Bayern players. I don't know. It was fun to see. I know it's preseason. I know it's off season a little bit, but like it's fun seeing them go head to head a little bit. Uh, and and some results were better than others. Uh, Charlotte beat Chelsea, right. and, and they put that on their Wikipedia Incredibles, article. Incredibles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's a big deal for them. Good on them, you know. And like I said, Minnesota United handling Everton and uh, Orlando having a decent game against Arsenal. It's just fun. So. You know i i but yeah you're right my, my, my one criticism would be like fans treat it well way too seriously, way too um, they seriously. Use negativity and these same people all...
0: they don't come to other games They can see other thing right like if i you know right. if i i'm uh i mean my my uh credentials of supporting my local team i think are established if i decided oh i'm you know Bayern is coming to town i want to see you know fine but like you know this sort of these people Calling, I mean, yeah, calling themselves, I don't want to be too snobby, but like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of being a reverse snob here in a way that these people are like, oh, this is, you know, these are the real titans of the game. You're watching them in preseason and for the money that you're paying, you could probably, you know, fly to... Almost fly to. I mean, when was it that Classico? No, No, but not this year. This year hasn't. But Uh, like, when was it last year or a couple years ago? They had that Classico... in Miami. In Miami, and which was a fun game, I
1: thought. And
0: they were, yeah, yeah, but they were. Tickets were like eight nine hundred dollars. I was was like, ridiculous. You you could fly to Madrid and watch your team play in an actual game that counts for about the same or a little bit more. If you can afford to pay eight hundred dollars to see them in Miami, you can afford to pay. $1,500 Fifteen hundred dollars to fly to Spain, to fly and, watch to Spain them, yeah. and watch them, and then have an actual experience versus right. this like you know faux experience. Yeah, yeah. Full, full I experience. didn't even
1: know. I, I remember Miami was big news and stuff. I, I must be so out of the loop. I had no idea that Barcelona and Real Madrid played each other in Vegas. Like I didn't know that game was happening. If it was happening, I might have might have put my butt up there and go out there because why not? Uh, a real why not? I Juventus just told you. I just told you why not. It's a rip-off. Well, not for eight hundred bucks. Not for eight hundred bucks. <laughs> it was a reasonable price. I'm looking at the Real Madrid Juventus game. They're eighty bucks, which is a little too much for me. But I can, go, I can watch Weston and I can watch. Is Tony cool still with Real Madrid, or did he, did he retire?
0: What do you
1: mean? He won the Champions League recently. I know. Is, did he retire after that, or is he still playing?
0: I don't playing? think so. I, I believe he's still playing. He's at. Oh, well, then yeah. Successful. So I would go.
1: I would go to. I would go to Los Angeles. The, check the out be- the Rose Bowl. Watch he Tony Kuz. Watch Weston McKennie. The, uh,
0: the best midfielder in
1: that game. Yeah, but maybe retire. I don't know. I don't know. All I'm saying, like, if it's reasonable price, I'd go. I'd go watch the Real Madrid Juventus game. Why not? Um, right. But uh, yeah, but uh, teach their own. I love. I just you know. But you're right. Uh, the other criticism is like ESPN FC talks way too much about it, and they're completely ignoring like the women's Euros and the MLS and you know all the competitive games that are happening. Yeah, it's and like it's there's like, actual
0: um, there's actual games yeah. in
1: season that are happening. So, something we missed is the Bundesliga 2. Oh, has started? Yeah, I is it is in two? Is already two match days <laughs> in? I think three last either, week right? on Gruenther Foot. Right. Yeah, I think they're three. Julian Green and 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 Timothy Tillman or Molly Tillman, I get the Tillmans mixed up. Both scored for going to fourth. That's two Americans that scored two goals in a competitive game last week See, in Germany. You know. And we the Schitzel boys completely missed it. So the Bundesliga Zwei is happening. They, they got week three. They got week week three coming up, I think. And they're starting really early. I know they usually start early, but why are they starting so early? The because World because Cup, of the Qatar of Qatar. Qatar. Qatar.
0: Well, the the Qatar. second Bundesliga. This is a relatively this is a relatively recent thing uh over the last few years that they 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 start the second bundesliga early on purpose because they're getting more attention that way you know there's more there's a lot of monday games yeah there is no i mean the the second bundesliga has as many games as the first so there's no real there's no real reason to start early they don't have like more games to fit in but this way i guess they uh get more they get a little bit more uh attention
1: those marketing that's guys, at that's it that's again.
0: That's, that's, what that's, that's what they've been doing, yeah.
1: Marketing! What, marketing's um, bad? Bad. So I'm yelling con. Well, well, you know, whenever stuff changes, especially in the Bundesliga, like the, all the Monday games, they complain. They want it to be exactly the way it's Well, the been. Monday games, I mean, yeah. We're here in MLS it's like we have Tuesday games, man, whatever. We've got, well, we got Wednesday morning all, games. Th- that's really all
0: going to but that's that's yeah. uh, that's all ending next year with the oh, Apple we'll deal. See. It's all Wednesday we'll Saturday.
1: We'll see. We'll see. Uh, what? we'll that see. That was we'll very, see. Was we'll very see. cryptic. Oh, we'll okay. see. We'll see. All right, so I just want, want to get that out of the way. We have the summer friendlies. We have the Bundesliga. Uh but we had a really exciting MLS weekend for both of us. I think we're both in great shape right now. Um, so <laughs> just in general, uh, uh, uh I, I themed,
0: great, I feel I, in great shape.
1: Yeah, me too. I themed this podcast called, uh, don't call it a comeback or something or something about a comeback. For else, because a couple of teams this weekend had really great games. And especially in one case, they're like close to the playoffs all of a sudden. And these are teams I had written off most notably Chicago fire and Toronto FC um chicago fire got themselves a pretty good win over the weekend i forgot exactly i think shakiri got a decent goal uh let me look up what was that shakiri got one yeah they won in in vancouver three to one three to one vancouver thank you and they're now only two spots away from the playoffs i'm like oh that's how well i think
0: they've like they've won now won five of their last eight or something they have they have definitely come around
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's not um, letting me click. Here we go. Chicago got. Uh, uh, what am I? No, that's what about that's New England Revolution. I clicked on. Come on. But yeah, Chicago uh, making you know here in the second half. It's not let me click on them. But Chicago um, had a, a great game over the weekend. Uh, uh, and what's his face from Cone? Uh, Chichos Rafael Chichos Chichos, Chichos. is Chichos. like also. Behind that Columbus Crew guy, as far as defense go, he's becoming signing of the season. You know, he is the and, he's
0: their he's their captain now, I believe, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, he's captain, center back, and not only is he keeping it tight and back, he's also scoring all their goals. Dude's a beast. Well done. He scored all, He's
0: scoring all their goals.
1: He's well for a center back. He's scoring a decent amount of goals. Try to think. Yeah, that's weird. Chicago isn't linking. Do they, <laughs> they have a Google profile. It's weird. Um, they closed but, down. Uh, they're closed down. Uh, here are their players. Who do they got here? Vancouver 3-1. And then uh, Sheeho scored in the 76th minute. Shakiri, And oh, then yeah, Chris, M- in- Chris, Chris, Chris Mueller, Mueller their addition from Hibernian. Cash Mueller. Um, Cash scored Mueller's a great back. Le- Cash, Cash Mueller's back. Scored a great goal. Typical Mueller style on the corner. Uh, very underrated player. So good on you for Chicago Fire. And secondly, a team that's further down, but again, only six points off the playoffs, because that's how MLS works. Is Toronto FC? Yeah, Toronto the Italians, FC, the Italians are in. Italians are in, man. They destroyed um, a team for nothing over the weekend. Hold on, let me. Load Charlotte, 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 who got a red card? It was just a bad, bad game for Charlotte. But Toronto, um, Bernardeschi, their new winger, got a goal. Michael yeah, Bradley really- got two goals, including a a like. Uh, a great I don't know if you saw the highlights or you saw the game. He had a great goal where he ran past two defenders through the box. Yeah, he's finding it was like a, finding new life. Amazing. I was like, yeah, where's that been? Maybe, maybe Insignia and Bernardeschi are gonna free up Michael Bradley to, to to be a little more of an attacker these days and This uh, will
0: never I'm gonna you I'm gonna I'm going to go on of record off. here now. This will never happen again. But Michael Bradley <laughs> will never score two goals in one game ever again. For the rest of his career, that's my take.
1: I'll hold you to that, my friend. I'll hold you to that. Former Munch and Gladbach, Michael Bradley. He's revived under his dad, but it's, Toronto it's, FC it's the had last, the busiest uh, summer. They sold. They had like five. Did they sell five players and buy five new players? They they just slashed their club. Yeah, they're
0: doing. A, they're doing a lot of stuff. They they sent they sent uh, Pozuelo away. Pozuelo to uh, Miami. Ins- Mm-hmm. Pozuelo intimated that there was some locker room problems. He really wasn't happy. Mm. Um but things are, yeah, it's 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 happened. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. This was Charlotte. I saw some of this game. Charlotte did not play well. And uh, right. uh and so I don't know how much. you know, the Toronto defense is still suspect, I think, for the rest right. of the for the rest of the year, and we'll see. But yeah, definitely very promising start for the I think Bernadeschi is probably the more important
1: right. signing between for the them. Two. I think between
0: yeah. the two, right? Like it looks right. like he really uh, uh, is at the top of his at the top of his game. We'll see. I mean, Insigne, we'll see how he does, but he really is is clearly going to make a difference. And um, uh, yeah, no, good good for them, I guess. I you know, Toronto. I'm not a. I, I'm. I'm. I am not ai am i do not
1: we have to put our fandom aside. It's not rooting not, for them, but. but technically, technically, like we talked with New York way too much. <laughs> if, we, if we want to be like just a general American side pocket, we're failing because we're only talking the New York clubs. But I just want to give a little love to Toronto, and it's exciting, and the fans up there, and they've got something to be excited about. And just like Chicago, maybe they can make themselves a second half push to the playoffs. And if Toronto FC make the playoffs this year, that would be very surprising because they have been very lackluster the whole first half of the season. So, yeah. Um, but and again, Bjorn, second half. Not.
0: And they will not.
1: Second again. half of the season is the season. Second half uh, of the season. My take is here's,
0: here's another take again Toronto will not make the playoffs.
1: Will Charlotte make the playoffs? Uh,
0: maybe. I don't know. No. Charlotte, uh, you say no? The answer is no. Uh, Yeah, I mean, if I had to pick one, I would probably say that too. It seems like, it seems like just looking at the standings. I mean, the first four are not going anywhere, and then Orlando, Columbus, I think are probably going to be okay too. And then somewhere, somewhere is going to. We'll see if Chicago, Chicago might challenge for the four spot. New England, New England might.
1: Maybe. Never count Uh, out Bruce Arena. New England's in a transitionary phase, but never count out Bruce Arena. Uh, I mean, New England has Sebastian Legette. I mean, that that guy—that's an apple that fell way far off the tree, right? I mean, last year he was one of our best center midfielders, and we just haven't seen much from him
0: in a while. Is this? Is this? Oh, oh, you were—you're serious? No, about Sebastian Legette. But Sebastian Legette—he's fall—he's completely uh disappeared by the way he's not, he's not in the yeah. he says he's, he's not going to the world cup he's not getting called into the uh, national team he's, up until his, a year ago career he was has one imploded. Of, yeah
1: up until a year ago he was a shoe-in for the world cup and now he's not off the roster yeah no he's not uh, uh okay so we have that we have that boop, boop, boop. uh sporting kansas city uh has a brand a, new player what do you re- say
0: I'm still recovering from you saying we talk about the New York teams too much. I, I don't. know. I, of course I, we do.
1: Of course we do. We're New that. York fans. What do you mean you don't know? We're New York fans.
0: If it's a, it's a microcosm of all the of everything, everything soccer. We're always we spent a, three
1: hours talking about Ronnie Diya. We put it in. A, we put that. it in
0: a. We put it in a larger context. We spent three. Yeah, that's the that's and that's we. like that's an we. hour. That's an hour less than I wanted to talk about him. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we didn't we didn't talk about any other coaches. We're talk, I mean, teams need coaches. Uh, we didn't talk about Rain Rooney. We talked about Rain Rooney for ten minutes. Talk about um, what's his face for three hours. So, I mean, there's bias. Let's just what's say there's his, some bias. What's there's his a little face? Bias. Yeah, what's his face again?
0: I I stand by that. I stand by that uh, bias. Anyway. Anyway,
1: Sporting Kansas City have themselves a new star and this growing cool little trend of obscure German players coming here in MLS and doing a good job. A guy named Eric Tommy from Fortuna Dusseldorf uh, was a key figure for Sporting Kansas City as a new signing of them. He had a good game for them over the weekend. Uh, did he score a goal? Trying really to think. I should have the stuff ready to go. But he was a big part of uh, what what they got going on over there. And I just wanted to say, welcome Eric Tommy. Yeah. Uh Who was their last game? Was it? Did they lose to nothing in a Sporting Kansas City? Was it their last game? They yeah. lost to no Seattle, to, to to LAFC. LAFC. Oh right right right. With with featuring a Christian what was, oh, Seattle was playing. Seattle was
0: playing. Uh, it was at
1: Kansas City. Uh, I guess they lost, but. Um, Eric Tommy is uh, sliding into that sport in Kansas City. There, right behind Kyrie Shelton, former Paderborn player, uh, and former, Gary-
0: former uh, NYCFC player, NYCFC's right. first ever draft pick. Please, Should we're way too we,
1: NYCFC uh... Uh, focus. Anyway, uh, Christian Arango scored a great this, goal. Uh, and Steve, this, this is not going to go well. <laughs> To. <laughs> this is this is a. I'm just all I'm saying, I'm giving ourselves healthy feedback, all right. We don't talk Nashville ever, we don't I talk Atlanta it. ever. It. I We're reject your notes, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we got to say what we know. Uh, how else are we going to get Daniel Young here if we don't talk NYCFC? Uh, but anyway, so sporting Kansas City Christian Rongo scored a great goal, and Steve Tarunlo. Did not have amazing words for him. It's clear that LAFC is maybe trying to get rid of Christian Rango. And any team in the league will gladly take him because Christian Rango has been crushing it. I don't know what the deal is. Gareth Bale came off the bench and scored himself. Kind of a sleepy little goal, but a goal nonetheless um, to get his first goal nonetheless. Good on you, Gareth Bale. There's a lot to be excited about LAFC. They added um, They added also two big players in Gareth Bale and um, uh, Chiellini in back. And it seemed to have not disrupted them so far, and their winning streak has continued. So, Chiellini,
0: Chiellini, yeah. Okay. Yes.
1: So, good on them, LAFC. Keep, it's exciting in LAFC as well. The Italians are coming to play. Uh, so, I just wanted to mention Eric Tomei and LAFC. Um, the Orlando Philly game was a fun game. Did you catch this one?
0: I just uh, uh, was
1: rooting for Orlando
0: in that one. Right. I was hoping for them to take some points, but they did not. Philly is good, you know? They did, play you? Good, they play good
1: no, did you? No, but it should have been a 1-1 game. Did you see the what happened at the end?
0: How should it have been a 1-1 game?
1: Orlando was denied a pretty clear penalty there at the end. Oh, okay. uh, I mean, and, and at the death, Orlando should have gotten a penalty while it was one nil up. Now, granted, I should maybe watch the replay one more time. Maybe it is debatable, but okay. at the time it seemed pretty clear. And the analyst was saying, "Like this should be a penalty. And Orlando, the referee did not go to VAR. I don't think did not give him the penalty and Philly won one, nothing as their uh, great streak also continues. Um, uh, so I just wanted to bring that up, that Philly got a one nil, but Orlando was tight, and Orlando could have easily tied that game 1-1 if a ref call went the other way. Um, it's funny how first, second, third, and fourth in the East are very similar. First is Philly, and then one point behind him is New York with a game oh. in hand.
0: Oh, don't talk about them.
1: And then third is um, – who's third? I forgot who it is. Someone's third. Is York, it, oh, it's, you're, it's, it's New York Red Bulls. Yeah, we're not going we to
0: talk, oh. can't, can't talk about them either. The, the
1: New York Red Bulls, and then and fourth place is a team that's only one point behind as well, which may, maybe is Montreal. Yes. What's the East? What's the East? What's the East? Montreal. Mm-hmm. We can talk about. I'm not saying can I'm just pointing out that we we are we, just very open on our New York bias here, the Schnitzel Boys. And I just want to be sure that you're as clear about it as we are. Uh, there's a podcast, a soccer podcast on ESPN. They listen to sometimes but I have to stop sometimes cuz they're so English biased. And one day a German dude emailed them and said, "Do you, do you consider yourself to have an English bias?" And they both just said, "No." And they defended <laughs> why they don't have an English bias on the air. And I was like, "This is bullshit." Well, I would it's not, Like you should know. Yeah. That you is should not, know. that is not something
0: <laughs> I would say. I would not say. If you ask me, do you have an NYCFC bias? I would say
1: what? No. <laughs> yeah, what? while wearing your hat. I'm wearing. Yeah, while wearing. <laughs> yeah, I'm know. I'm celebrating the fact that we talked New York, but that's our bias. I just want to throw a little love. The rest of the league. We love the league. I just want to say, Nashville, we're looking at you. Toronto, we're looking at you. Charlotte, we're looking at you. Orlando, Montreal, Vancouver, Vancouver, probably the club that gets talked about the least in any circle. Well, because they're bad. I mean, bad. what am to say about Vancouver? They are. Not yeah, good they're this just consistently year. bad. They're bad. You no. Know, our former boy, Brian White, loved for him to come back home. Let's be, but yeah, let's so,
0: be honest. Let's be honest about
1: that. So Philly kept it up. Um, <laughs> Philly kept it up.
0: Philly, 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 felt, kept,
1: <laughs> Philly kept it up, if you know what I mean. Philly felt, kept up their win.
0: That sounded really dirty there for a second. <laughs> Philly, Philly, Philly kept it up. Philly kept it up.
1: up. Philly kept it up. Um, well, no, they're, they're, keeping their, they're keeping their undefeated. Keeping their streak alive. It, huh? Yeah, I mean. Yeah.
0: And one zero. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the the result. They are, they're built for. Mm-hmm. They play. They, they their defense is great. And Daniel Gazdek will score a goal, and then they'll defend it until the end. It's good.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So those are the major news uh, and notes over the weekend. Nashville else their thing? Nashville
0: yeah. without Hani Mukhtar could not uh, could not beat Cincinnati. No. Um, I also I caught a fair bit. I don't know if you're getting there. The the uh, Red Bull the Sunday awesome, games. The, the Sunday games.
1: Oh, oh, yeah! I love talking about the Sunday games. Well, let's there's talk also, real quick. I mean, there's NYCFC also the my, uh, oh, Miami oh, of was course. Saturday. Yes, right?
0: let's talk about. Oh, I almost forgot. The, the yeah, NYC. let's do that, I mean,
1: let's move to Sunday. Let's do Saturday first. Let's move to. Sunday. Uh, well, Good I was luck, also,
0: I was going to say I caught some of that. Uh, seattle colorado game and there was a little controversy with that free kick did you see that the the...
1: remind me no colorado
0: colorado got an early goal and oh hold on is this kind of
1: is this where is this where they got a foul and a quick thing but it was like 20 feet away from where the foul was yeah but 20
0: 25 feet backwards
1: right exactly
0: and there was and there was a lot of yeah, so there was a foul, and Seattle took it quickly, but like twenty-five year, twenty-five yards backwards from where the from from where the foul was committed, the foul but then oh. uh, uh switched uh, switched the point of attack and very quickly scored a goal. And there was a lot of back and forth. Robin Fraser was very upset, and uh, a lot the, the referees all huddled and they talked it through, and then the goal stood. And I thought that was interesting because because. Uh, I mean, it's supposed to happen where the foul right. was committed or reasonably close to it, and they definitely got a little advantage from being able to to switch the play right. from being that far back. And
1: uh, um, <clears throat> essentially, what happened was a player got fouled, and the ball rolled back twenty yards or something, and then it was like whistle. So a guy put his yeah, hand Nico, on it real Nico, quick, Nico Lodera kicked it, just at, took it quick, and took it, he's uh, like I'll do it right now, boom. Which people do, players do all the time, but those get called back. It's like no. This is where the foul was, you know what I mean, uh, right. and the whole point of them falling someone like that probably is to stop the play. But Seattle's like, no, screw that, kicked it forward. It's again, uh, you know, and then and then I, I I understand what the Colorado was talking about. Like, really, you should have called that back. However, they're disrupting their momentum, and Seattle's like, no, we're going to keep up our momentum, and you know, good on them. They got uh, they found them, and I mean, as a fan, I kind of prefer the fact they let it go because. As a, I hate seeing stoppages constantly, and then disrupting the game is getting a little too easy. But right. it also but, sort of
0: negates the you know it's a little bit negates the tactical foul, right? Like if right. you uh, if you just kind of keep playing, then because that's the right that's the idea. It's like slow things. But down. Convention is, but convention is but.
1: But convention would be you should have probably whistled and called that back. Convention, and it's
0: you know it's a gray area because oftentimes yeah. there is uh, you know it's 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 rarely really the exact spot. It's often like oh a little here, a little there, yeah. and uh, but this or was the, uh, this was definitely
1: the old um, roll throw. The old roll throw. Grab it, take right, the ball, right, right. and then like roll it backwards roll to you ten feet bit. in front yeah, yeah, exactly. while throwing it. Yeah. yeah. But um, usually
0: that's the thing. Usually people try to move forward and in this case because
1: uh, uh they just you know, want the momentum the yeah.
0: idea the idea yeah. is oh you're going that far backwards you're not really getting an advantage but in this case it was an advantage because they were able to go around the entire defense that way and hmm. just cross it diagonally across the field um yeah anyway but seattle i mean definitely deserve to win they were by far the um the better team, they had like 76% possession or something at some point. And but, you know, without Rui Diaz, the the Jordan Morris, although Jordan Morris had a great finish, uh, but the Jordan Morris Will Bruin tandem is not as fearsome as the Jordan Morris Raul Rui Diaz tandem.
1: So no. um but Jordan Morris it's getting still back in form. When Jordan Morris is on form, he's amazing. I am a big Jordan Morris fan, and you're slow. And we haven't seen the real Jordan Morris yet again. So we're from some injury, and I think um, uh, I saw him. I thought he had a pretty good game this weekend. So it's good to see him. So getting back into his best, getting back into his best self. Yeah. Daniel Young with a question. What do you think about Lambeau Field? Well, real quick, Seattle deserved that win though. I mean, Colorado obviously they a little come, but Seattle's yep. a little I felt. Mm-hmm. So good on Seattle. They're, their second half of the season skidded a little bit, but they're getting their points again. Seattle's a little bit of a variable this year, aren't they? A little bit of a wild card. Um, uh, sometimes they can be great, sometimes they, they're not like great. It seems
0: like they should be better, but maybe they're coming around. I think without yeah, – the CCL Ru-
1: champs. Yeah, yeah,
0: but without Rui Diaz, uh, their their offense is not the same.
1: Right. Anyway, what, so Daniel Young, what do you think about Lambeau Field first ever football the game this past Saturday night. I think it's great. I love it. I think I think it's a little too thin. I think it was maybe below FIFA minimums. What's another thing about these friendlies is they don't really have to adhere to any rules, so they can sort of like you know bend some rules a little bit. And Lambeau, if, if you think NYCFC field is the worst ever in the world, which we both agree, it's a real trash place over there, then imagine Lambeau Field. What? <laughs> imagine Lambeau Field. If you think NYCFC is trash, Lambeau Field is extra trash. No, it's uh, it was a really really fun. It was a big full house, and it was a lot of fun. And who was it? It was Bayern Munich. It was Thomas Muller at Lambeau Field. Ah, my worlds are colliding. Um, and Bayern Munich lost to an early Erling Holland goal. Yeah, Erling and, Holland. as. As the Bundesliga lost its two best players <laughs> moving into next season, and they're both here in the U.S. crushing it for the clubs respectively, Barca and Man City, as the era of a week Bundesliga begins. <laughs> so, like, like, we got rid of our two world-class players. They're gone now. So um, time for some new players.
0: Well, Mane, Mane is, makes up some of that, no? That's like, true. That's true. You, you That's true. definitely, yeah.
1: And he had he's been great this summer, it's been a big hit and stuff. No. Uh it's a fun that's a
0: fun night. He out. Had a, guess, he had a you know. money hit a penalty kick harder than I've seen, even harder than Alex Collins. Wow. He he wow. had a very, very Alex... uh a very forceful penalty.
1: Um, Was this against Man City?
0: Yeah. Uh no, oh, against no. uh DC United? uh yeah i think so i think it was dc yeah, oh,
1: yeah i just cool.
0: watched these uh, yeah daniel i am not i don't know if we we talked about this earlier i'm not as excited about these summer friendlies as as stefan is but uh, that's okay we,
1: i'm not excited uh, about them it's just like it's fun they happen if stefan schnitzel was the mls commissioner and, and, and i mean obviously all would do, tickets all tickets will changes, be free. but let's pretend i couldn't all tickets will be free true um, um, this is how I would design the season I mean I would design it differently I'd make it European style and I would um, make it European style and I would uh, um, do a little promotion relegation I'm crazy that way but if I were to do um, <laughs> if I were to do whatever summer season, I would do first half of the season the way it's been then I would take a break for these summer friendly so it's preseason for them and preseason for us too as we enter the league's cup. So then we have so we have a couple weeks of these summer friendlies. Then we have Leagues Cup um, uh, 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 for a couple weeks between the U.S. and the Mexican clubs. because It's a big thing they're touting. And then when that's over, then it's the second half of the season in the playoffs. So, so nothing. We wouldn't be doing all this stuff at the same time. And it's a great way to explain why we do these summer friendlies. Because it's not just preseason for them. It's also preseason for us in a way as we're getting ready for the Leagues Cup. So it's preseason for both. Then the Leagues Cup. Yep, because the Mexican clubs get involved too. I know Club America played Chelsea, I believe, uh, uh, here in the U.S. as well. And then well, we can head into, um, you know, and in, in my opinion, that organizes their season a little bit. So we have room for everything. The marketing guys can make their money off the friendlies, and the marketing guys make money off the U.S.-Mexican competition, and we still have our MLS. Uh, 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 with, with, uh, and it adds a little excitement because without relegation, sometimes the regular season can feel long and... Uh, pointless at times so uh we what? shorten the regular season uh and then we always have some events you got the excitement in the beginning of the season you got the summer friendlies in the summer tournament and you got the fall playoffs so it's like you can you can be really excited three quarters throughout the year that would be that would be a Stefan schnitzel pitch that would be my pitch what do you think Bjorn
0: uh yeah that's a lot of games I like that part um yeah yeah, I don't know. I I think uh, I think the the season's exciting throughout. I don't know. I don't have I guess. I don't know. We've, That'll just be my heard. pitch because it's going to happen I anyway. Think the, I think the early season is. I I'm just as eager. It's going to happen as, anyway.
1: As, as, as the league's cup. No, thing, I know, yeah. but I'm saying the league's cup's going to happen. The summer friendlies are going to happen. Might as well organize a little bit, you know. Um,
0: yeah, I like that idea of them being part of the preseason. That would make more sense. Um, yeah, as opposed
1: yeah. to shoving those friendlies in the middle of our main season, and then and then, and it always leads to criticism of like, oh, they're in mid form, and you know what I mean. It just leads to negativity. Where it's like, well, we, we're we having a series of games to prepare for our League's Cup. That it justifies its preseason for both clubs, you know. Um, and there's a little bit of a leg yeah. up we're mid season. I think
0: uh, I think you should you should write a letter.
1: I'm going to write a strongly worded letter. <laughs> to to that's Don Garber, MLS Commissioner. Uh, but anyway, so that's that's what I think about Lambeau Field. Dan, Daniel, Lung, tell us your thoughts. Did you like it? Did you watch it? Did you have a good time? Were you there? Uh, and then Bjorn, without further ado, tell us about the NYCFC Inter Miami game. NYCFC.
0: Oh, right, right, right. The. Uh,
1: um, Are you familiar with that club? At NYCFC? It was uh, oh,
0: passing, passing, uh, oh, passing okay. familiarity. You're head to toe uh, in there
1: branding right
0: now (laughs) well they send me things i don't know Uh, (laughs) i'll just where these packets arrive i just put it on it's fine Uh, oh so this is your first game over the weekend i don't really i don't really take a look uh so yeah on (laughs) on, uh, uh saturday saturday night um well first of all oh my god i should have brought it on saturday we had the this is I, I trigger warning for Red Bull fans here. This is gonna be a little painful. We okay. had a uh, um we had a ring ceremony. We all got championship rings. All season ticket holders, the team, Ooh. uh people who were and I really. Do you I, have it? Do you have it with you? It's I have still, it. I mean, oh, I'd have to. I'd have to go get it. It's a. Oh. Uh,
1: uh, um, is, it, is it good quality? Is a good quality? It, thing? It, it's it's a good.
0: It's good quality. It's. I was. Sh- it was sort of shocking how how good. I mean, it's actual. I was expecting, especially the fan version. First of all, this is like a football, right? This is like an American right. It's an American theater. thing. They traditionally, do this, but they were announcing this a while back. Oh, everybody's going to get a ring, and I was like, okay, whatever, but then it was real metal it was Mm. pretty heavy and like once i put it on it feels pretty awesome i gotta say despite my initial misgivings and uh so that happened on saturday during the game they made us come early to pick up the rings you got a special ticket special appointment to go there uh anyway so that was that was fun it's yeah that's really really
1: cool you know um When France won the 2018 World Cup, the defending champions, I believe it was maybe Paul Pogba or someone initiated making World Cup rings. They made rings for that World Cup winning team, and that was very much inspired by the Super Bowl. I think that's cool. So, Yeah, yeah, good on him more american ideas i'll never
0: uh, i'll never wear it again but i have it you know it came with a little display thing
1: (laughs) why would the fans i mean i understand it's available for purchase but it's cool they send it out for free maybe as a try before you buy like maybe the next time they won't they won't you have to buy it or something i don't know like like of all the like why would you wear a ring of your team that won the the one title it's a little obscure to me but if you like want to, so you can. So the Like is I yours. said, I thought
0: uh, yeah. I. I also was was a little bewildered by it, but then actually experiencing it, I was like, "This is pretty. <laughs> this is pretty cool." This because pretty, uh, because with soccer,
1: cool. the difference between soccer and American sports is that all these we all have different trophies to compete. Where in American sports like NFL, it's one trophy, one it's season, one, trophy. one trophy. That's one trophy. true. Yeah, yeah. So but, if uh, you win the, it, you it's the big thing. You're not going to yeah. put
0: it. You're not going to make a ring for the supporters' shield. It's like, you know, this well, is Well, but it. or
1: you know, the, no, but like what's a bigger title? Um let's like what's a bigger title like in Europe, I would say for by mention, is it the Champions League title or the the league title? Oh, it's like the Champions, to to the ring, Champions, it's the Champions League. Champions League, right? Yeah. Uh and then here maybe maybe Seattle if they made Konkef sh- Champions League rings. Maybe they need you know, a ring. Maybe too, that's yeah. bigger than MLS Cup. I don't know. It's like uh well, you know.
0: I I'm definitely I'm definitely all for I'm all about the rings and uh I think the more rings, the better. It's, it's. I think it's, I think it's good. It was, it was a yeah high quality item. I wore it proudly. I may, I don't know. I might bust it out. I'll bring it. I'll bring it on the show next week. Yeah, share a photo. We gotta see what we got. um, Oh yeah. Anyway, so uh, that Daniel Young,
1: he was watching NYCFC versus yeah you and and me both. You and me
0: both. And uh, yeah, and then the game. yeah, Inner Miami are not that good. They have their, their, uh, their, uh, and also, I mean, Phil Neville again talking about the, the field. I mean, really, please, people just need to stop talking about the stadium. I mean, I honestly, it's tired.
1: Oh, Phil Neville brought up, yeah. The, it oh, too. it's a baseball pitch. It's like, come right. on.
0: It's the same size as Craven Cottage. If it's good enough for the Prem, it's good enough for, for anywhere else and people like just use it as an excuse i don't know it's like just stop every both teams are playing on it it's just it's just lame bruce arena bruce arena no. phil neville it's like everybody's like oh, stefan schnitzel oh, the, the field uh, uh. Right. get whatever deal with it right. and uh <clears throat> we had a uh uh, uh Maximo Morales had a great game. He scored an early goal and then uh, everybody, of course, was waiting. This was Tati Cassianos' last game. He went to, He went on a plane today to Girona and uh, mm-hmm. is already there. There's already video of him arriving in his new place. Anyway, on Saturday, it was his final game. Everybody's waiting for him to score. He did score. Mm-hmm. He was called off for offside. Kind oh. of kind of uh, um. I don't know about controversial. Like it's hard to, but it looked very, very close. I think if they, if the referee had given it, I don't think it would have been disallowed. But the call on the on the field was, was offside, and so they kept it that way. It was very close. Anyway, very dominant performance. Our defense, though, still a little iffy. We definitely gave up more than, but they only they have like Gonzalo Higuain, was not good. I think their new striker was out. I don't know. Injury maybe? Leonardo uh, uh,
1: Campagna? Um, Campagna. Yeah.
0: He was not present. Hmm. And uh, yeah. And and uh, Iguain did not have a good game. <laughs> Thiago-, Thiago Martins looked incredible. Our new center back looked really good. Had his best game. Uh, and we'll have to see. The future will have to tell if that's because uh, he is good, or uh, Inter Miami was just so bad offensively. So uh, it should have been more. There should have been more goals. And then, and then in the 60th minutes, Tati got uh, um, taken off with t- to great ovation. And then Haber came in for him and scored immediately. Right. And it's kind of like you were saying that last last week. Like the Red Bulls don't have any nines. We have two. Like I think now we're down to one. Right. But, but uh, right. I think Haber is gonna do a good job and. Uh yeah. Anyway, 2-0 oh,
1: victory. Uh And, and the, lovely, the Nick Cushing thing. the Nick Cushing winning streak continues. Yeah, so 4
0: games definitely. in a 4 games in a row. It sounds like there was a little bit of talk today uh in in regards to Tati um and uh, it sounds like just sort of along, you can just hear kind of between the lines. It seems like Cushing has this job for the time being. I don't think they're really looking for anybody else right now. He's won four in a row. Uh, he feels like, you know, we could use another midfielder. He feels good about our attacking talent. Haber is going to do a good job. Talis Magno can play there. Talis Magno had another great game. Uh, yeah, I think we're we're doing all right. The defense is still weirdly disengaged at times, and we give up a lot of chances, although Sean Johnson also has to be said was great, and he again i I would still promote him as a as a world cup keeper potentially if everybody mm-hmm. else is on the bench, Sean Johnson is playing and he's getting shutouts he's getting saves right. he is now uh I think he um. It's now fourth on the all-time MLS shutout list, I believe.
1: That's good. Might be behind Nick Romando, maybe. Uh, Nick Romando,
0: like Kevin, uh, H- Kevin, Hart, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Hartman, Hart, Kevin Hartman, Kevin Hartman is a famous. Yes, uh, Nick Romando, Nick Raimondo, right. Kevin Hartman, uh, no. and uh, Stefan Fry. Actually, uh, I think is, oh, ahead, nice. is two. is two ahead of him, so he could perhaps could
1: perhaps okay. catch him. Anyway. Well, Zach Steffen and Ethan Horvath are playing next season because they're on loans and doing their thing. Yeah, Matt but, Turner's on the bench. I would still think Sean Johnson gets the nod over Ethan Horvath. I'll tell you that he should. Uh, he should yeah. get it
0: over 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 Zach Steffen too. I mean, Zach Steffen is <laughs> just not being good. I mean, that's
1: just yeah, yeah. We'll see. I mean, I I'd be very surprised if Sean Johnson starts the World Cup. I I think he's part of the roster. Yeah, I, I would be too. I don't. Or, I, mean, I, don't it, I think believe, it's between Matt Turner and Zach Steffen. Yeah. I don't believe he's um, going
0: to be, but because of my no. well-known NYCFC bias, my legendary <laughs> NYCFC bias, I'm going to keep promoting Sean Johnson. It's a for, fact. Don't, don't the, be offended by your. Of course, you have a yeah. yeah. No, I, so, I,
1: yeah. uh,
0: I'm embracing it. I'm not saying that sarcastically. <laughs> I have a, a I have a New York
1: fan. Rebels bias. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. And there's also some transfer stuff. Maybe we'll save that for a little bit later. Um, cause so good on NYCFC doing their thing. Good on players doing well. Um, let's talk. Maybe yeah, I'll save the transfer stuff for a little bit later. But uh, then we have the two games on Sunday. Uh, I'll save uh, my game for second because even though it came first, because I'm really excited about it. But we had the LA Galaxy play Atlanta United at Star Wars Night. Uh, it was the Star Wars Night at the Galaxy Stadium. I almost went, but did not because I went to a friend's barbecue instead and was tired and went home watched the game on TV. But it was still the LA Galaxy under a lot of scrutiny this year, especially from their fans. And just in general, the LA Galaxy under Chris Klein and Jovan Karofsky, people are a little confused on who's making the decisions and and, and also the general direction of the decisions they're making. So as a club, they're a little aimless right now. And uh, they're still out. I think they're in finally – they had a good 2-0 win over the weekend against Atlanta United uh, at home. And that puts them in the uh, that puts them in a playoff spot for right now. What what does
0: Joe Village have to do to get to start a game? It's like I don't know. What is happening? He comes off the bench, he scores every time. This guy, Kevin Cabral, can't hit the I know. Broads, can't hit the broad side of a barn. Yeah, he's worse than <laughs> like, G- he's like. He's, Kevin like,
1: Cabral is like an overpriced Jesse's artist. He just yeah. like uh, like
0: Alfredo Morali. Yeah. Like he does all the hard stuff yeah. and then just shanks it sideways at the end. It's crazy. And I don't uh, know, man. I don't, I don't know. I don't understand the the. It seems like, yeah. Well, I think he
1: finally earned it. I think he finally earned it. So we'll probably see a little more Djokovic moving forward. Uh, you know, Douglas Costa, like the signings are bad. Cabral Costa, just these disappointing Costa, signings. I mean, Costa, yeah. the
0: very, the very first game that we were at, right, the season right. opener. Yeah, we were in the city. We were watching it live. We we're like, that guy's done. Like it was. I like, know. We're like, oh yeah, I didn't like, even know.
1: It it's, he played like, for Bayern, so mentioned was, not two years ago or three years ago. I, was, my mind. I guess it
0: was like four or five. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. But then he was, it was also Juventus. Longer. Yeah, he was. He. I was a fan of his when he was. Right. When he was playing for Bayern, I was. I thought he was really impressive. Right. And I don't know what's happened. If If it's I uh, uh, I don't know. During what's, the MLS, what's happening the MLS, in his life? But he is not. He's not ready to play.
1: During the MLS All Star Weekend, I want them to have gone. Let's and Douglas Costa do a one-on-one match in the heat on a full field and to see which one melts first. Just have them go out there, yeah, and be like, battle, mean, of the battle of the haspins, battle of the burnt, battle of the burnouts.
0: But he makes, but Costa makes Iguaian look like, uh, like, cool. Uh, uh, like uh, 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 this is what
1: I, this is what I want as the fans. When, when the athletic. R- releases their most overpaid overrated players of 2011 or whatever not 2011 of 2021 you know how they release those lists where there's just a list of the most overpaid players in league i want i want there to be an mls event where the the the, the, i want an 11 of the league's most overpaid plays another 11 of the league's most overpaid (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they have to earn their paychecks but, all right. <laughs> in this game. Uh, but, yeah, so good on them for the Galaxy. 2-0 over Atlanta. Atlanta United still. the, the Two major clubs historically, uh, Atlanta more recently, that are both a little aimless right now, Atlanta and LA Galaxy. So it's the battle of the aimless juggernauts. And the LA Galaxy won that 2-0 at home. Good on them. Then there was the main event, New York Red Bulls versus Austin FC in Austin, Texas. Uh, And you'd think Austin would run away with this in a great form. It's in Austin, New York Red Bulls. No number nines. Or do we? Perhaps. We do have two number nines from our academy and young Serge Ngoma, who is still impressing the young 16 or I think recent 17-year-old. Yep. Scored, came off the field, came on the field, scored a great goal. Um, really, really bossing up top and unfortunately hobbled off at the 30th minute and is injured. So we have to keep an eye on that. Um, New York Rebels playing a heavily rotated squad because we have a really big semifinal on Wednesday against Orlando for the uh-huh. U.S. Open Cup, Yeah, yeah. Uh, which which could be our first piece of silverware this year. So I'm keeping an eye on that. But uh, they played their kids. They played Daniel Edelman. They played Caden Clark, both fresh from the U-20 the tournament that they won. Uh, uh, there were four teenagers in the starting lineup. They played Serge and Goma. Uh, Cameron Harper came on to replace an injured Sergeant Goma, also one of our young Academy number nines and Cameron Harper got the goal of the game. In my opinion, he just ran in the ball and bossed it. And it was a very comfortable, dominant four, three win for the New York Red Bulls. And they did it entirely. Austin FC had like 80% of the possession. New York Red Bulls did entirely... By high by press, the yeah. st- stealing the ball in, in in transition, like when Austin FC has the ball, because statistically that's where most turnovers happen. And to a T, the New York Red Bulls just played right into their strengths. They turned over the ball and scored four goals throughout the first throughout the game, uh, and had a very dominant uh, display play against Austin FC. Austin FC were able to pull um, a couple goals back to finish it 4-3. So it was a little bit a it at the end.
0: It's, it's a, it, was a weird, it was a weird game, right? Like the Red, Red
1: Bulls definitely looked good right off the... Right.
0: Right, right hey, from the jump. They looked ready right. to go. They were very mm-hmm. dangerous. They had, a, I think, at least one or two offside goals. Yeah, at the beginning. loud early on. Right. Like it was definitely...
1: Caden and Clark and they, had one. Also, yeah. I,
0: some of this has to be... We have to qualify. Brad Stuver former NYCFC... Sean Johnson's Sean Johnson's <laughs> former backup, Brad Stuver, oh, okay. uh has COVID. And so he had to to oh, no. to to bow out and his his replacement, Andrew Tarwell, was not did not have no. a uh, did not have a good game. So
1: well, I mean look, yeah, I okay, got but wasn't really the goalkeeper. You know, I, I mean?
0: mean for two of the four, you could definitely make that case, I would think. You know who scored um, a goal,
1: by the way, speaking of number nines, Sergeant Goma scores a goal. Cameron Harper scores a goal. And Tom Barlow yeah. scores a goal. Mm-hmm. Barlow, who can't buy a goal, scored a pretty dang confident goal. Shot it right in the back of the net. He's also coming off the bench as part of the rotation. And all our forwards scored a goal except for Patrick Klimala. <laughs> except for Patrick Klimala. He is, our most he expensive one had little to offer. But the other three goal scorers all had plenty to offer. And... Um, yeah, um, and uh, hopefully they stay yet,
0: rested. And yet, you almost pissed it away at the end. I mean, it was a True. weird, it was True. a weird game. This could have easily ended up six-one for the Red Bulls, but it also could have very easily uh, been tied in the end.
1: I thought four-four. Austin,
0: or yeah. yeah, I thought Austin. Uh, I don't know if I want to call it naive or like just a little bit, sort of very. Um, Persistently, sort of trying to pass through the press, and really just not that not really happened. It failed, and, and they were, and not. To, and they were playing and right into our really, hands. Yeah, never yeah. really adjusted for mm-hmm. the entirety for the entirety of the game. I thought that was a little.
1: But that's a, a clear. Odd. That game was a clear tactical victory on our behalf and on Gerd Stjulba. Like we got their we got their number when it came to tactics that day um and it showed and unfortunately we had a couple injuries but we have a big game on wednesday we're saving ourselves four so good on you boys let's do it let's go on wednesday let's do orlando let's do orlando and uh, maybe let's make do it orlando post- let's do orlando i'm going to, to orlando i
0: have i'm i'm gonna see uh, i'm gonna support uh the blue the blue team on the road in orlando
1: oh you should go early and support the red team you know new york new york yeah new york, yeah, new york, mean, has, still new york has got Stick together, New York. To be- so I just want to say that yeah. was a great it's game. for The Rebels the looking good. Yeah. Hmm. We yeah. are still. I still think we should sign a number nine. Gerhard Strube came out saying our roster is perfect. Is what he said, and <laughs> I would disagree. Uh You know, don't get ahead of ourselves. We have a lot of great young think, players. I, I, don't think, uh, I don't think yeah.
0: Gerhard, I don't think Gerhard Strube is perfect.
1: <laughs> no, no. Hey, I love Strube, man. I love my Strube. He says things and a lot of them a lot of it makes no sense but it's very he's very quotable it's uh, very and quotable and our immobile you know.
0: center backs no. yeah.
1: <laughs> well anyway he, he got the tactics right today and uh, uh, he might be the fans for being like, listen, Austria called. They're not going to give us any money to sign a new number nine. So <laughs> enjoy, enjoy the Academy kids because that's who we got. got these yeah. Two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and honestly, life. honestly, good on them because that's where they're supposed to be coming from. So if we got kids, if Cameron Harper is the real deal, a little raw, but if he can make it happen, then that's who I want. Um, Greg Bearhalter w- was doing the rounds this week. And he was on Alexi Lalas' State of the Union. Mm-hmm. Alexi Lalas asked, him, about asked Sean,
0: him. John Brooks, what do you got against John Brooks? I saw that too. Right.
1: He said nothing. But they also asked him about number nines. And Greg Battlehouser just looked him right in the eye and says, I don't know. That's all he offered. He's like, I have no idea. He's like, I don't know why we have no number
0: nine. What is he going to say? Yeah, that?
1: exactly. I mean, he's just like, you know, Ricardo Pepe's young or whatever. But the other, it's also a little unfair because I think, I think the game is shifting. I think so, on allocation disorder, they're talking about how the number ten is getting sort of phased out, which is interesting to me. But the number nine is just such a rare. I think there's a lot more on that position these days than there have ever been. And finding a super effective number nine is just hard. You know, like like most clubs are looking for a number nine, aren't for they? Sure. Only the only clubs that have number nines are the top elite clubs or like the you know the, the top half clubs, you know, um, or the top flight clubs. Plenty of clubs are playing without a number nine. Um, I mean, I know the New York Red Bulls are, <laughs> you know. Wow. Um, so I just think it's a little unfair to be like, where are our number nines? Like, where are anybody's number nine? Where are Germany's number nines? Who's where's number nine Germany's, for Deutsche
0: I was yeah. just going to say, where's Germany's yeah. number nine? Timo, right. Timo Werner, who can mostly Timo be Werner. From- who can mostly be found by the corner flag most, <laughs> the of the, most of the time. Yeah. It's Kai
1: Havertz, and Kai Havertz is not Kai just number nine. Is, he's is a, he's a false nine. He's yeah. the
0: falsest of nines.
1: He's the falsest of nines. So it's not just an us thing. So it's definitely a thing. Um, yeah, I yeah. talked about John Brooks just about, again, he said nothing personal. It's just he wasn't doing our tactics. So who knows it Jesus, uh, Jesus
0: yeah. Ferrer scored a goal again for Dallas in the win in their road one.
1: Dallas? I mean, he's, right.
0: uh, I think right if you had to pick right now he'd be it yeah you
1: know? it's jesus ferreira I, I mean the starting lineup if Wales were tomorrow it'd be zach stefan probably Even though it would want to be zach manton it'd be zach stefan it'd be sergino dest uh, if he's healthy or deandre edlin uh, or whoever uh it would be a walker zimmerman chris richards it'll be Jede robinson on the left to be mma in the middle up top it'll be christian Pulisic, jesus ferreira and then probably tim Weah. i would say if not Timo Weah up Brendan Aronson. And there he's, you go, that's our lineup against Tim. He Wales.
0: seems to yeah. be reluctant. I think Tim Weah is also a good option on the in the nine on the nine. Yeah. Start. I think I people mean, have been but, talking
1: about that. I think the the thing about that is like it's the worst of both worlds. Like he's not a great number nine. He really his skill is on the wing. So what's the point of putting him in a position he's not good at? Just yeah, have him on yeah, the field. Fair. You know, you know what I mean. Uh okay, Daniel Young, he him said oh, I was told the, this the is Gi-
0: the San Francisco Giants teats. Game. Yeah,
1: the Oracle Park, which I thought was called Levi Stadium. Is that the same stadium? It'll be a real difference of America. That'll be a fun game. It yeah. Used
0: to be Pac Bell. Used to be Pac Bell Park. My my used late, Candlestick uh, Park. At one point. My late no Candlestick Park. That's the Niners. No.
1: Oh, what am I thinking of? Yeah, isn't that the at San Francisco? Yeah, but this is the Giants. That's the baseball oh the person. baseball stadium. Aha, That's where I'm confused. They're playing at a baseball stadium. Interesting. Oh, Interesting. who would ever do such a thing? Oh, what a ooh. disgrace! What a disgrace! Maybe I'll go. Maybe I'll go, and be like, "Now this is a baseball field experience, um, the best one in the country." Um, so I'm just egging you on the whole time. Uh, so uh, yeah, hopefully that'll be a fun game. Hopefully, it's you watch it, Daniel. It's maybe you'll go. Are you going to go to the game, Daniel? Let us know. Uh, just a quick thing about yeah, transfer not news. Going
0: to San Francisco?
1: Well, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? You never know. You never knows travel plans. Uh, So the top 10 free agents was released, and you and I both perhaps are losing a pretty decent center back. The big one for me is Aaron Long. That's maybe on his way yeah. out. He wants Alex to in the money. He deserves it. New York Red Bulls. If I were the New York Red Bulls GM, I'd just pay the man. He deserves it. He's our captain. We lose our captains too much. I don't know what the deal is. He's good, but maybe a little too old for Europe, so we can keep him here in MLS. Uh, And then you are losing Alex Collins, Ooh, uh,
0: perhaps. Yeah. That's the Perhaps. perfect man, Alex Collins. Yeah. The perfect man.
1: If we lose Aaron Long, we'll take him. What if we switched? What if you guys bought Aaron Long? And we got Alex. Well, Collins? I,
0: think, uh, I think I uh, think Alex Collins was was probably uh, counting on a good World Cup showing and hope, was hoping to go to for, Europe or something. Yeah. Except uh, except Peru lost their lost their uh, qualifying tiebreaker, so he's not going. No.
1: Yeah. So, I don't
0: know what that means if that makes him now more likely to to renew with us or if he has other if he has other plans i mean he's been here for five seasons now i want to say or four so he's you know if he wants to go somewhere else for a bigger a bigger paycheck he probably could and he should and wonderful but yeah that's a big that's a big loss he is he's great he's great yeah. and he's also just a uh, yeah, I mean he's a he's a he's a a club icon. So yeah, it'd be hard yeah. to see him go.
1: Aaron Long might also try and do the World Cup route. Maybe maybe he's a little on the older side, but maybe he has one last shot in Europe after this World Cup. We'll see. We'll see. I I, I would I would hate to lose Aaron Long to another MLS club that just offered him a salary because it's like he's earned it. I, I hope I hope if he stays in MLS, hopefully New York Red Bulls will pay. Well, him. the Red Bulls have
0: have uh, treated him poorly, right? They also blocked. He had a couple of his offers West Ham, to go to
1: Europe um, and West Ham yeah. offer, yeah yeah it was low. This is America actually i don't know well i don't know if you yeah.
0: wanna if you wanna uh talk about that a little bit about how our uh, i mean i was texting today uh, um about the tati Casiano's thing and about how right. um you know it's now the 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 sort of surprising thing there was this assumption that he was going to be picked up by man city and then put on loan now it's a straight up loan from nycfc to girona okay and uh, then they so i i was surprised so we're losing him basically for little or nothing and then uh, david lee the the um what is he sporting director the uh sure. uh he was saying how they really feel like they they really and you know it's sort of this this picks up where we left off last year about these you, the, the value, the, the the people just don't value MLS talent in the same right. way if they're if they're at that age. And so he was saying no one really came through with an offer that they felt was appropriate. And so they were. But at the same time, they were saying how um, now was the time, you know, because this has been going on for a, a year and a half. He had he had offers from Palmeiras early 2021 and they convinced him. They said, no, no, no. Stay You'll have a great year. You'll do much better. You'll you'll have more options, and that worked out. And then he thought maybe live in leave in January. They talked him into it again anyway. So now it was really time. Everybody felt like it has to be, it has to happen. And so they thought we're loaning him to Kirona and he'll play there for a year, and then his value he'll do well, and his value will go up. And mm-hmm. and then. You know, David Lee was saying a lot of teams in a year will will wish they would have paid the 50 million or whatever it was that they right. want now, and we'll see how that goes. I mean, it'll be interesting. I I hope that I, I hope think it's a smart out. move. I hope it I works out. Smart for him. I think it was. I think yeah. it was also in the absence of any really other other good offers and right. feeling like it had to happen. It wasn't going to be a good situation if they made him stay. And this is what I was gonna what I was going to talk about sort of also in contrast to this Aaron Long situation where really, and and there's many, we talked about this last week, there's many stories in MLS where teams really get in the way of players moving. Mm -hmm. uh, And because the league is so skewed in the team's favor, they have these unilateral options after every year, they can just extend, extend, extend. And so that gets tiresome for players. And NYCFC really hasn't done it that way. They have been very player-friendly, um, you know, accommodating Jimmy Sands, now accommodating Tati Castellanos. Tati Castellanos yeah. And uh, Mixed Discarood, I was just, I I uh, had some occasion to visit his Wikipedia page because he was, you know, <laughs> he, when they got him in 2015 as a non-DP player, that was a bit of a coup at the time. Mixed Diskarud right. was kind of a, a rising star in the, in the US national team now he turned out to be not great. Mm-hmm. And so and it was never clear what it, I mean, he scored our first goal ever and it was never clear what his position was. And so in 2017, they cut him. They just bought out.
1: Right. His, he went to Man City for a day, his right?
0: product. But that's but I think that's uh, oh, what happened. I think probably also under the table, uh, uh, they men mm-hmm. CFG made promises to him and his 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 agents, family or whatever. And said, you know, we'll take care of you long term if you come to us. Because he was still on the books for them last year. He had a contract. Oh, wow. He signed a four-year contract with City, And, of course, he was never even going to sniff their, their locker yeah, room. So he's making good money. And he's so he, good money. Yeah. they they, they yeah. loaned him out to various places. He was in uh, uh, back in Norway. Well, you are lucky
1: in- to be part of... You're lucky, I guess. This is the advantage of being part of a global football consortium, because essentially it's one big master company that has hundreds of players just in its reserves on the books at any given time. Right, right. So, well, and they so have,
0: if, you know, they have they have big resources. They have a lot of right. things. But I think it's not just that. It's also there is that philosophy. The uh, um, where they have done well compared to other MLS teams, they've done very well in attracting young Talent and I think that's a reason. That's a reason They have a bigger umbrella. They have a bigger umbrella umbrella, and they have a reputation for taking care of people and being like, okay, we're not gonna stand your way. We're gonna find a solution that everybody that works for everyone. Because they have done that. And that's why somebody like Talisman Magno, somebody like Santiago Rodriguez, these pretty high level talents can come. And I think other teams I think the Aaron Long thing comes to mind. Other like DC or other other teams are even worse. I think uh, right. Kansas City or like you know these these uh, uh, teams that really just won't let players go at all ever. Right. And I think it. I think agents or young players who who are looking for teams. I think they uh, take notice of that, and that makes a difference.
1: Yeah. No. That 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 that's a uh, that makes sense. But you're saying. It's a win-win for everybody. Is it a win for NYCFC? Aren't they the losers of it? Well, I mean, it is. It, that's that's what I was saying. That's
0: how this this I started this thread. It's like it's kind of it is sort of hard in the short term to see these people, like I mean Jimmy Sands and Tati Cassiano specifically, just leave for next to nothing. You know, on these loan deals, right. um, and. Uh, but I think, yeah. But I think that's how it is—a win. Like it's the big in the big picture. I think we will find other people to come right. because of the willingness to let people go. You know, and I would NYCFC rather NYCFC
1: is borrowing players. NYCFC borrows their players. It's Part of like the large umbrella of it all, and and it's like well, a clear, think... it's a clear, it's a clear um stopping point. How do I say it? A short stop or a rest stop for some I think, of the international I think,
0: players. I think if you if you if you put it that way, I think it sounds a little. <laughs> I
1: mean, Tati was Tati was
0: here for four years. It's not like he just showed up for six months and then right. got sold somewhere. Like he's, you know, and right. he really, he was developed uh, in a big way. I mean, if Haber doesn't get injured in 2020, he doesn't, he never even gets the nine, the number nine position. You know, he position, was a winger. Right. He was a winger that had a hard time scoring when he
1: first arrived. So it's not no, but it's it's good for flexibility because MLS does overvalue its players. Or, or shall I say the value of its players is correct, but the value means much more domestically than anywhere else. So like the guys like Aaron Long or Walker Zimmer or anybody and they have value in our MLS's own little economy we have here. But but in relation to the world's game, no. Like like Aaron Long was blocked from West Ham because so I think they offered three million dollars, which is nothing. And honestly, especially in this day and age from the English club, that's kind of pathetic too, to be honest. Oh, that's what that it was. Well, that's it, it was sorry. it was three it to five million dollars or something. I think maybe five million on on the high end. And Red Bulls are just like, no, we're just we'll sell you, but not for that much money, you know. And he wanted to go. He just wanted to go. Uh, now, granted, he's in that big contract, so he was not a free agent. He had to stay. Mm-hmm. But like you know, especially in the old is, that's how much an MLS player is worth he is worth five million dollars uh, but in MLS he's worth more than five million dollars especially if a Ricardo Pepe will go for 16 million or 20 million and like you know uh, they have other examples of MLS players I mean we should come with a list but like I, I, usually it's at least 10 to 15 million but they
0: haven't like but they haven't like we talked about last week they haven't consistently done that. no well. it's never worked so. out that's why and that's so, what I'm uh, saying we uh, value that's our
1: where... that's why it's two different economies when MLS translate to the world market they don't have much pulling power which is why a big club like NYCFC and also in, in a way Atlanta United they have to work out these loan arrangement deals that kind of stuff it's not just a direct transfer Right, for right that. right um, Well, and then yeah.
0: my my friend was saying like oh this is all just in service of 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 Man City or in the the pyramid of and it's like right. not really like Tati Cassiano is never going to play for City like and these are these are peanuts financially right uh compared well, to the city the, budget so it's not like this is we're all just like the feeder
1: club uh uh Bulls I mean, is exactly the same thing we're, we're tactically we're part of a global network and boom boom, boom we, we can't we have that kind of flexibility too we were some of the players in their books come here a lot of them tend not to work out and and and, and people criticize us for the fans like we're a feeder club it's like i wish we were more of a feeder club we sold matt, matt miazga went to chelsea because red bull couldn't match that payment that was a five million dollar deal which at the time was was valuable and then tyler adams was bought a couple years ago because he's like a wonder can he was great yeah, yeah. other than that you know i know Caden clark they bought Caden clark that's the third example and and, and it's been the new york Rebels since 2006 so like it's not we're not really sending yeah. players over there i know that i know they're trying to i remember when ralph lognik was involved a couple years ago his quote was like like Tyler Adams isn't enough. We, and, and we need more young talent coming up through and stuff like that. And so like Caden Clark was an example of that. Maybe guys like Cameron Harper, all these young guys. I don't know. That's the idea. But What happens is they end up just being really good club players for us. So it's like, yeah, it's like, good. We'll take it. Um, you know, like guys like, uh, Connor laid and things like that. Well-trained club players that do well. And between that whole network, I would say we've taken way more advantage of them than they've taken of us because we take all their like obscure signings that they've scouted for the big clubs that never made it. We'll take them and they tend to do well here like a Danny Royer, like a, um, I don't know, like a like an- anybody. I mean, like Kaku. any of those obscure. Kaku, Kaku. Maybe he was a little bit less of a success, but like. Guys like that. He
0: was I'm pretty like, good when he was. And then he didn't when he was to, playing, yeah. When he, was he was didn't playing. want to, he, he didn't want to be here. When he wasn't yeah, hitting,
1: yeah. when he wasn't hitting fans in the face, <laughs> with uh, <laughs> I don't remember that story. No, he just he never, came, he he never really played back under... Back. Jesse Marsh didn't really play with the number 10, so it was two. There was also a guy named Gonzalo something before that, who for three years just never... Oh, Gonzalo. Right, right,
0: right. Uh, the Argentine who went, who went back to Argentina. Uh, he was more a of, of a winger, though, right? Like, right. He, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But Jesse Marsh played him, and then Kaku, same thing. He was sort of more of an off-the-bench guy. Like, Jesse Marsh has never played with an Argentinian number 10, like like other clubs did. But but what, what I'm saying is, like, we're supposed to be sending them players. And I'd be I would love... For Americans to go in Leipzig and do well, in that. but like Red Bull's gotten their best talent out of Philly lately, <laughs> with, with the Aronsons and things like that, mm-hmm. uh, they're just looking at MLS as a whole um, and then uh, bringing them in in development. So you know, it's you know, it's uh, I, I think there's yeah. a way to strike a really win-win balance. And I think I think for all things considered, I think the fans can be a little unfair about that. You know, um, like Talos Magna is a good example. He's raw. He's an all-around guy. He's developing. He's in NYCFC. When he's more finished product, he will then go to a bigger club. He'll be ready for them, and he'll have given you plenty of service already. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, I'm. I. It's the economics I, of it.
0: It's. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm good with it, and I'm. I'm also. Yeah, this is not. I'm not going to talk. Talk for three weeks about how upset I am that Tati left. Like I think it's fine. Like this is. Uh,
1: this, is too, fine, this is week two. This is week two. It's too, a
0: fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, it's it's uh, it's uh it's a good situation for all involved. And uh, I feel better about it now than I felt last week. Even the Hirona thing, maybe it yeah, works yeah. out. And only one... I think th- it will. I think and it will. Only, it I only think. takes one, you know, right now, like we were saying, the fashion is to get the people young out of the academy, but it only takes mm. one one guy who can can really change perception and maybe maybe tati is that guy we'll
1: see yeah he's got the talent to do well in la liga we'll see it's going to be struggling for him because he's he's quite a small club he's
0: got the work rate and the tenacity and those those are qualities that will translate
1: i think all right daniel young shortstop i thought yankee stadium had two of the greatest players of all time in derek jeter and tati castellanos both brought championships. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Calling Dante Castellanos one of the greatest players of all time is a little bit of an overstatement. But, hey, um, what? Uh, <laughs> I think it is, Mr. Bias. Mr. But I think, but good job. You guys have two great players. Derek Jeter probably is. I, I don't think that's overstating Derek Jeter. He was a legend for his time in the Yankees. Uh, good championships.
0: He, he, he's, he's, he's good at soccer? I didn't know.
1: At baseball, because you play at the Yankee Stadium, which I don't know if you know Bjorn, it's when they don't play soccer there. They play baseball. They play Yankees baseball, uh, uh, home of Babe oh. Ruth, the house that Ruth built, and all that stuff. You uh, know that that, ex-
0: that explains so much. Yeah, explain that explains the diamond that, shape about that <laughs> stadium and all the all the art they have there.
1: Yeah, and the mound yeah, and the seventh. Of the, do you guys have a seventy-five? Uh, do you guys have a seventy-five minute stretch? 75 <laughs> no, minute stretch. A 60.
0: There's, there's, a, there's a song. There's a song that. Well, anyway, no, we don't.
1: Da 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 da. Goal. Also, soccer goal.
0: Screw, the ground screw <laughs> doesn't do any dances when the...
1: Take me out to the soccer game. Take me out to the something. About... I want Buy some worst some and some. To... I try to think. What's a soccer thing? Buy me about... some, some beer some sausage and some sausages. And beers is... I don't care, care if, if, I we, if James ever Sands ever comes, comes back, back. It'll be
0: root oh, root for, for the soccer team. NYCFC.
1: <laughs> CFC lose all their players. Win, it's, a it's a shame. Because it's, one, it's two, one, two, three goals to a hat trick in the old soccer ball game. Ball, <laughs> ball, soccer foosball. <laughs> okay. Foosball. Speaking of football, do you have any big things? I have one closing sad statement uh, to end our podcast. Unless you have anything, über oh, no. oh, u- no. Blink, everything dringend that you want to talk about. Anything? I don't urgent?
0: think so. I don't think there was any. Uh, I mean, <laughs> Bochum announced a new player, Janis Horn, who I'd never heard of. Nice. So, that's where's it. he from?
1: Is from the academy or what He
0: uh, played. He, no, he played for for Köln most recently. He's a sort of a, a utility. Defender. You can play left back. You can play center back. If I'm um, both of them,
1: I would just wait for all the Germans MLS to have their contract expire and just sign them all. Just do it. Get 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 Honey uh, Mukhtar. Get Julian Gressel. Get this. Uh, I don't get, know. They, um, they, Fabian Habas. We, uh, we we
0: we may be the only Bundesliga team that cannot beat MLS salaries. <laughs> <laughs>
1: perhaps. 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 <laughs> But speaking of Germany and the German things, we lost a great legend over the weekend. Oh, man. Uwe Sehler. Uwe Zahler yes. passed away. The great Uwe Sehler, thick, big-ass feet, a hot Hamburger legend from my neck of the woods. He played for HSV for many years. He was their sports director for many, many years. Uh, back in the day when players were local homeboys and they just lived in their club and I was at the other... from. Schalke, Hamburg, or Bayern München, or Gladbach, wherever they were from, and that's just where they lived. Like the great Fritz Walter is always associated with Kaiserslautern. And like, you know, Uwe Zeyla passed away. Um, he's He won, he's famous. There's that 1966 photograph of him crying after they won the 1960 World Cup final, although apparently it was just him going down to tie his shoes, and it just looks like he's crying. <laughs> but still, a very famous photo. Google it, look it up. Uh, uh, after the final. And then he, was he part of the 74 squad or was he already retired by that? I think he never won no, a World I Cup.
0: No, I don't think he was. No, that was the little I think fast. he was a
1: part of that 66 squad and that was about it. So he's one of the better players have never won a World believe, Cup. Yeah. Was he part of the Euros? He had to see here. Let me look up right here. I'm Boy Stryker, born in Nordestadt, Germany. He played for West Germany from 54 to 72, but he was not part of the 54 World Cup. I think he was probably one of the youngins after that World yeah, Cup. yeah, yeah. Um, but still, a great, great German legend. He passed away. Our thoughts and feelings out to his family and loved ones. He was kind of on the younger side, right? I think he was only uh, eighty-three. He was eighty-five. Eighty-five. 85 he died That's on July twenty-first. And for an athlete, you know, you on, think, on the younger you know, side, maybe I don't know. Who knows? I think I won't. run. I won't.
0: I won't ask for my money back if I make it to eighty-five. <laughs> I'll be like, all right, that seems good.
1: Me neither. He's a good run. He's a good run, Vizela. Uh Vizela. Uh, we wish you all the best. In your yeah, very, next very...
0: Phase. Uh,
1: um, you were yeah, no I longer... Got his,
0: I, got his, uh, I got his autograph at a celebrity game. Oh, really? Uh, when was this? Years, years ago. Oh, in the 80s. A long time ago.
1: Um, say, Was he playing?
0: He was playing, yeah. And he was pretty oh, chubby. Wow. I mean, he... You know, Kleinus... Yeah. Kleines Dickes Uwe, that's what they yeah. would call him. Little little chubby, little chubby Uwe.
1: That's uh, funny. Wasn't there also uh, Kleines, Kleines Dickes Muller, right? Get Muller was called that, wasn't it? I he?
0: guess so, yeah.
1: Yeah, they like to uh, Yeah. so they birth. were,
0: yeah. Back then, I guess, yeah, he was considered uh, a little girthy. But yeah, a very, uh, very amicable guy. And uh, yeah, just seemed like, yeah, seemed like a solid dude. Yeah.
1: I'm glad you brought that's him up. That's a piece of Uwe. I'm glad you yeah. brought up Uwe. Uwe. Your thoughts are in our here the Schnitzel Boys. Although our minds are in New York, our hearts might still be on the other side hey, of the pond. Listen, listen.
0: Yeah. we have a lot of we have we have room for our hearts are big enough for another for a lot of people.
1: Yeah, my heart is terribly enlarged. Uh <laughs> Okay, on that note, Uwe Zelda, right. Business Okay. Tschuss. This was a uh, Schnitzel Boys. MLS heating up. We got the New York Rebels make it to the Open Cup Finals by next week. Maybe. Spoiler alert.
0: They will not.
1: Spoiler alert. They will. And you know what I want? I want for them to go to Sacramento to play the final. And I will get my car. I'll drive up to Sacramento. And I'll be there when New York Rebels gets their first piece of hard silverware. That's not a supporter shield. Uh, Alright, cool. Anyway, uh, we've been the of Boys. We're a podcast. We're a YouTube video. Tell your friends and family. Love us. Like us. Subscribe. Talk about, talk about New York teams only. New York team. Tell your New York friends. We're New York bias. Anyway, tschüss. Bis nächste Woche. Tschüss.